Hi friends, I'm Casey Wysorek and welcome to Enneagram and Beyond, a podcast where we talk about all things Enneagram and how to take it beyond just a number. It's time to transform your life and connect with your highest self. All right. I really just wanted to have an episode to talk about what this podcast is going to be about. I mean, I feel like it's slightly self-explanatory. We're going to be talking about the Enneagram on a pretty regular basis, but the and beyond, right? I feel like that opens things up further. I think it all just shows that like the Enneagram is a really good starting point for getting to understand yourself, your strengths, your weaknesses, your interests, like you know those things, right? Or you think you know those things, or maybe you don't know those things and you just really want a good place to be be more self-aware. Like the Enneagram is just a really good starting point for that. But that's not where you should stop. That's where you should be building your foundation to understand yourself better, understanding your uh, partner, your friends, your family, what you're looking for in your career. Like the possibilities are truly endless, but this is where you start, right? And then it's up to you to use this knowledge and the foundation of the Enneagram to go beyond that, to really understand what you need to be your best self, to fulfill your life's purpose, to really live your life to the absolute fullest. This is a really good start. So I want this podcast to be a place where you can come and just really understand the Enneagram better, you know, whether it's just the basics, maybe you have a, a decent foundation of what the Enneagram is. Um, It's a really good place to just get another perspective on it, to learn a little bit further, to maybe connect the dots of old patterns that you've had growing up, like thinking back to your childhood, and maybe you haven't used the Enneagram of looking back into your, your inner child or your childhood and looking at those wounds that need to be healed. Maybe there's some healing work that you need to have done there. I think that the Enneagram is a really good tool to, to help you know where to start in order to move forward from traumas that you've had from growing up and to really acknowledge hardship. Another thing about the Enneagram that I love is people say like, oh, doesn't the Enneagram like put you into this box? I feel like you darn type fours, you don't want to be put into a box. Um, You're typically the ones that have that call out, but uh, the Enneagram is really meant to take you out of the box that you've already put yourself into unknowingly. Um, That's why you feel so vulnerable when you finally learn your Enneagram number because you're like, oh crap, like this is me to a T. Well, that's because that's the box that you're in and that you put yourself in. And it's time to use the Enneagram to take yourself out of the box. You know, the nine types are supposedly the nine personalities of the entire world. So you're learning that you have access to more than just the box that you've put yourself in. There's your growth, there's your stress, there's wings, right? Like there's so many different ways to help take you out of the box that you already put yourself in, you will always be your type, right? You'll always be your number, but that doesn't mean you have to, you know, live fully into the stereotypical patterns that come with that number. Again, it's a foundation. It's a stepping stone to greater things. It helps you create self-awareness so that you have the power to choose how you want to handle situations the Enneagram is really meant to align you with God or the universe or your highest self. It's like whatever you believe, there's a spiritual aspect to this. And that's what I love so much about the Enneagram. You can really take it at face value, right? Like you can say, oh, this is my number. And this is, you know, what it means to be this number. And you can leave it at that. Or 
you can dive deeper and deeper and deeper and say, okay, how can I use the Enneagram on a spiritual level and connect with God, connect with my higher self, connect with the universe so that I'm living the life that I was put on earth to live? Because it calls out different uh, characteristics and strengths and weaknesses within each number that you know, you probably have already known, but to realize truly what your superpower is, each number has a different superpower and strength. And the funny thing is a lot of times that superpower and that strength that each number individually has is also the thing that you need to look out for and be aware of because it could also hurt you. So type two, for example, are very giving, warm, caring individuals while having, not having self-awareness and being a type two, you are helping people who do not want to be helped. You are giving unsolicited advice that is not welcomed. You are, you can harm people by not being aware of what you're doing, right? Type eight also, for an example, are, you know, the most intense, powerful, strong numbers on the Enneagram. And with the right self-awareness, they can plow a path for others. They can be a trailblazer. They can be an advocate standing up for people who can't stand up for themselves, but not that same intensity and power that they use for good can also be used in a not so good way. If they're not self-aware, they can plow right over people. They can be incredibly intimidating. You know, they can make people feel weak Um, and not help people and not use their power for good if they're not self-aware. There's so many different examples of this. But I think the biggest piece to take away is regardless of what your superpower is and what the shortcoming is and everything that you learn about the Enneagram that makes you feel vulnerable and exposed, the point is to give yourself some grace. Like the fact that you're even taking the time to really learn about the Enneagram and learn about yourself and having that self-reflection, like that's amazing. This is where you're supposed to be and what you're supposed to be doing. Um, And it's the next step on the greater part of your life. Like I'm telling you, the Enneagram was an absolute turning point for me. I, I've looked at the world so different and looked at all the people in my life so differently and much more compassionately now that I know the Enneagram and now that I understand it. And I'm, that's why I'm so obsessed with learning people's numbers is because I want to be able to be there and care for people in the way that they desperately and ever, and they want it to be, they want to be cared for. So not only that, but you're also starting to create, you'll be able to create the life that you've always dreamed of as you've been, as you start to learn about yourself Um, and becoming self-aware and becoming aware of your superpowers and starting to use them um, in the way that you're meant to use them for, like your life is going to just start to fall into place. I promise you that like, you're going to start incorporating these pieces of who you are, and you're going to become more and more aligned with, you know, God and what your life was intended to be and what you're here to do. And everything's going to just start falling into place like effortlessly, not to say you won't have hard days here and there because we all do, but now you're going to know how to handle those hard days more effectively and with more grace for yourself and more understanding. And, and you'll take things a little less personally, uh, and you'll just be able to eventually create that life. You've always dreamed. You'll be able to bounce back faster on things. It's just such an amazing tool. 
ultimately bringing you to your best self. And the Enneagram is that roadmap for you guys. Like it lays it out perfectly, you know, but whether it's the levels of alignment, knowing what you look like when you're unhealthy, average and healthy, uh, the growth and stress, like what it looks like when you're in a growth secure mindset and what it looks like when you're really stressed out. And not only that, but okay. So you go to a stressed out, like what your stress number looks like when you're in stress is one thing, but having then having the awareness of what that is and thinking, okay, I go to this number in stress. So for me, I'm a type two, I go to eight in stress. Okay. Well, I can either choose to go on autopilot and not be self-aware and have those, like those moments where I am like more aggressive or assertive and stressed out or when I, or when I am stressed out, or I can say, okay, I know I'm going to this number in stress, but how do I use this for good? If I know I'm going to go to this number, what do I admire about the type eight? And how can I incorporate that when I'm stressed instead of the more unhealthy parts of that number, right? It's all about awareness, you guys. It's all about awareness and, and learning and growing. So in this podcast, we're going to be meeting with different people who are all different types. We're going to be meeting with couples to see how they've been able to utilize the Enneagram and grow. Um, I just want to be able to give you guys different examples of like how the Enneagram can truly change your life for the better. So I'm excited to be able to have different people on to talk about what they've learned and, and how they've been able to implement the Enneagram in their life as well. Um, I guess I'll go back to talk to you guys just briefly about when I learned about the Enneagram and what it's done for me, even in this short time. Um, I think I learned about the Enneagram like three years ago. So it really hasn't been that long. And I've just dove deeper and deeper and deeper. Like I've just, you know, I'm all about the personality things like Myers-Briggs, Ottermore, what house you're in. Like, it doesn't matter, right? I'm just, I'm all about the personality test. I think it's so cool to be able to acknowledge things about yourself and learn more about yourself. But the Enneagram was like a total game changer. So I had heard about the Enneagram. I didn't really know much about it, but I'm like, cool, I'll take a test. So I took this test and I'm like, I got like type two as my highest. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm a helper. Yeah, I, I could have told you that. The overview was pretty spot on. I'm like, yep, I, I pretty much feel this. Um, but as I started to like do a little bit more research, it was recommended to get the book, The Road Back to You. And I do highly recommend that. That's just like a fabulous book to start with, to really learn deep dive into each Enneagram type. And I still use that book to this day. Um, it really helps me when I'm helping to type my friends and family or anyone who wants to be typed. Um, so I got this book and I'm like, you know what? No, I'm going to just start at the beginning and I'm going to listen to all the numbers and get to know them and like understand them um, to see if any of the other ones stand out to me. And it's funny because as it goes through the numbers, I totally had different people in my life that popped into my head. I'm like, oh, I bet this person is this number. Or this person is this number. Please know you are really not supposed to type anybody. Enneagram numbers are based truly on internal core motivations. And you can't know that about anybody else. Um, working with a certified Enneagram coach or someone who really knows and understands the Enneagram can help you determine your number. But ultimately, like you are the only one who can know your Enneagram type. But I got to type two and the first thing that it says is a quote and the quote is, I want you to be happy, but I want to be the reason. 
unknown. And I immediately just had like this awkward feeling in the pit of my stomach. I'm like, oh my God, I am about to be fully exposed here. And I don't want people to know this about me. And that is the feeling that you will get when you really truly determine your Enneagram number is that feeling of exposure and vulnerability. And that's a good thing. That means you are on the right path. You are starting to become self-aware. It's a call out that maybe you never even knew that you had to be called out on. And it never even crossed your mind until it was called out because that's how I felt with everything. Go, like everything that involves the type two, I'm like, oh my God, I'm embarrassed right now. You know, I think another thing with the type two is the inflation and the deflation of the ego and the sense of like self and being needed. Like type twos go from their ego to being like overinflated. Oh, I'm like the greatest. I'm so needed. Like I'm so selfless. I'm awesome to being like, I am the worst. No one needs me. My life has no purpose. Like all of the things. And it hits hard and it doesn't hit hard unless it's that you're that number or you really resonate with that number because some of the numbers you don't fully understand. Like type six and type five are probably two of the hardest numbers for me to wrap my head around. Um, and my husband's a type five. So it's been super eye opening to be able to learn more about these Enneagram numbers because it's brought my marriage to like a whole nother level and understanding and give, given more compassion to Ryan, my husband and I with each other uh, because of our Enneagram numbers. So I'm really excited to be able to have him come on the podcast at some point and talk about his number and talk, we can talk about our relationship and how the Enneagram has really helped just open each other's eyes to certain things that we just didn't understand about each other before. Oh yeah. I was talking about what it, what it meant when I found my number. Okay. So then after I really like learned more about my number, I was actually already starting on a path of self-care, which is when the type two gets to more of a healthy mindset or goes to that growth mindset, which is going more towards the type four, they start to realize the importance of self-care. And I was almost like forced on that path. I felt like I had given up everything that I made me me and I identified as to be a mom. And I realized like, I just knew it, it wasn't working. Like I got to the point where I was just so unhappy. I'm like, this is not being the best me for my child. Like I want to be the best mom possible. And by doing that, <laughs> trying to give everything to my child, that's not me being the best mom possible. And it, I had to like go through that to really understand that, um, I started to focus a lot more on self-care and I started down a self-care journey and path um, that's led me to so many exciting things and interests that I never knew that I would, would even be interested in, like meditating for one, Reiki, just like a whole spiritual path that I never would have explored before if it was not for the Enneagram. So it's been super cool and I'm, I will definitely be sharing more about that. Um, when I do a type two deep dive episode, but just knowing that that's an example. And then thinking if you're a parent listening to this, how much you can take away from the Enneagram to be the best version of yourself for your kid, like I just mentioned, but also one, please do not type your children. Your children will not know their number until they're at least age 16, probably closer to 18. They really have to be able to identify their number for themselves. And that means they have to know themselves and children and teenagers go through so many defining moments in their life 
that make them who they are. They don't fully grasp that until, until they're a little bit older. But I mean, even thinking of adults, like a lot of adults still to this day are, aren't able to type themselves fully or they've been on a typing journey for a long time because they're, they're going through those, that introspective work still. So don't put that pressure on yourself or on your kid of defining what their number is, but instead have the mindset of the Enneagram is meant to take you out of the box you already put yourself in. So have a holistic full circle Enneagram approach to parenting your child, but look at the strengths and weaknesses of yourself and what um, parenting skills you bring to the table, right? And also be aware of your shortcomings and things like that, but use that in your parenting approach. I mean, I had a, I had a day where my daughter Aria was just having a really, really hard time and she was having a temper tantrum. And instead of me going to stress of an eight and trying to like control her, getting more assertive and angry, which don't get me wrong. I definitely have my moments, right? Like we're all human here, but I was like, okay, take a deep breath. What is, what, what should I do? What is my like superpower that I can help my daughter with right now? Um, and so instead I picked her up and I just hugged her and I told her that I loved her so much because I was thinking of my own inner child at that point. And that's always what I wanted to hear. It's just that I was loved. And then even as I had hugged her and held her close and told her that I loved her, I thought in my head, one, I do think it is important for her to know that I love her, but what are all the other core desires of the Enneagram numbers that she might want to hear, right? Like that inner child, what does that inner child want to hear? So I went through almost like all the core, I think I did go through all the core motivations or the core longings of each number. That's just an example. I'm not saying that's right or wrong but I just really wanted to make sure she felt seen and heard and she had calmed down. Like, so we ended up just having like a conversation and she shared with me what her feelings were and how she was mad and sad. And it was, we just left it at that. Like we worked it out, but so many things that the Enneagram can be used for, but I think the your relationship with others and yourself and with your future, like your spiritual path are like the big things to take away. And then using the Enneagram also to just think about what, like the deeper questions, right? The deep questions that come up in life and, and really like, what mark do you want to leave on the world? Like you learn your Enneagram number, you learn what you're, what you're good at. You learn your superpower. Okay. What mark do you want to make on the world? Um, what legacy do you want to leave behind? You know, what do you want to share with the world in this life, this one life that you have? you know, so just keeping that in mind as well. So I think that the possibilities are absolutely endless with this podcast and what we're going to be talking about. Like I said, the Enneagram is always going to be sprinkled in here, but we're going to have some really good convert, really good and meaningful conversations about life and about what we all have to offer. And hopefully we can all be making this world a better place because of it. So more to come, you guys. Thank you so much for your time today. Short and sweet, but uh, if any of this sounded interesting to you, I'm really excited. Feel free to subscribe, follow along, and then leave a review as we get going. And of course, feel free to reach out to me. My Instagram is enneagramcoach.casey, K-A-C-I. Um, yeah, send me a message. I'd love to know what you guys want to hear on the Enneagram 
I am going to be posting weekly and I'm so, so excited for what we are going to be sharing and talking about and bringing to the table. And I hope you guys learn a lot and I hope this becomes a regular part of your life as well. So yay. Thanks so much guys. And we'll talk soon. Thank <laughs> you.